Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Um, not not too bad. No, I think uh, everyone has to get a chance to get the reps, and we've been splitting them for a little bit of time here. So I'm just trying to take advantage of my reps when I go in there, and um, you know, when I don't get the reps, just go off to the side and throw with the receivers or with an equipment manager, and just make sure I'm getting all the throws that I need. That was Mac Jones, again, part of his press conference today. This is hour number two of the Rich Keefe Show here on WEEI. Happy Thanksgiving Eve to everybody out there. Patriots game coming up on Sunday against the Giants. It's uh, one of the worst possible matchups in the league of the uh, Patriots, who are 2-8. Giants are 3-8 and eight after their win last week, and it is, uh, it's crucial. We gave you the, uh, the analytic numbers, whether they're right or wrong, and they were talking about... If the Patriots win, their chances of a top two pick dramatically decrease. Goes from a 9% chance if they win to a 38% chance if they lose. That's just, well, that's just talking top two, you know, let alone top three. And currently they would they would be picking third. And I know on the one hand, it sounds like, oh, it's like a loser mentality to be talking about draft picks. But it's also, I mean, have you been watching the season? I mean, it's not great. It's not great out there, and they have so many needs. There's so many things that this team needs. I know you can only get one pick in the top, you know, one, two, or three, but at this point, that's way more valuable. Like, how many guys on this current roster do you really want a, a part of the future? Like, who are you even doing this for? You say, you're not sure if the quarterback's going to be back. You're not sure if the coach is going to be back. You're not sure about the, you know, the coordinators are going to be back. And then even some of your better players – are in the last year of their deal. Kyle Duggar, Michael Onwenu are both in their walk year. You didn't trade them. You haven't re-signed them. So, I mean, it's not just being a negative Nelson. It's just sort of the reality check of the the situation for the for the Patriots. The quarterback situation has just been so so insane to to watch over the last couple of years. You know, it, that alone would be a fireable offense for. Anybody that doesn't have the resume that Belichick does. I'm not suggesting you fire him now. In fact, I've been pretty adamant all year that you keep him around. You don't fire him in season. Doesn't really help the the cause. It doesn't really help the team going forward, I don't think. But I would be hard-pressed to think he's coming back next year. You know, I got the uh, the update on the next coach fired odds. And uh, Belichick's, like, way down the list now. And I wonder if... Vegas just like, yeah, they're not going to fire him. The number one on there is Brandon Staley, which makes a ton of sense, especially after his meltdown. His uh, him, uh, you know, lashing out the media, him blaming his offense, even though his defense, which he calls. So you don't have to ask me that anymore, all right? <laughs> yeah, that guy. Are you done? Yeah, okay. That's you get your your clock is ticking, and so Staley's the big favorite. Frank Reich is second. Ron Rivera third. Matt Eberflus fourth. Then Mike Vrabel with the Titans. We mentioned now they're three and seven. They've lost three straight. They are going in the wrong direction. Uh, and then Belichick, but he's plus sixteen hundred. So I, that is a a long shot. I don't think he'll be the next coach fired, and I don't think he will get fired in season. Now, I think 
all of the discussion about him being traded away at the end of the year. I think that will be very much on the table. That will be a massive, massive story in the offseason. And also, how open is Bill to that? Like, I don't, We don't know the answer. We don't know if Bill's digging in and, and says he wants to be here. Although, I don't know why he would want to be here based on what he's kind of created. I don't know why he wants this roster. They're not like one or two moves away from being this this contender again. And I know football, it, it is built for teams to go from worst to first and even sometimes the other way around. Like, it is built for that. You know, you play a last-place schedule when you're in last place. And just like that, the the draft picks and all that stuff, it, it is weighted for parity. But it just feels like they are a, a long ways away from that. I just, I, I still am, like, flabbergasted about how the, the quarterback situation has played out. And not that Bill's trying to keep it close to the chest. Bill's done that with everything, right? Doesn't tell you a word about injuries. Doesn't tell you anything. But they were also always winning. Like, they were always winning. And a question like this was never really, like, we haven't really seen this, I guess, since the Cam Newton year, to be fair. Like, under Tom Brady, it was never a thing. Obviously, like, why would it be? I mean, outside of his first year with Bledsoe, and then he made it pretty clear, like, it was going to be Brady. That's where we were talking about the uh, the quote from Bill back in 01, where, uh, which Andy Hart brought up yesterday on Twitter and on the show about how difficult it is to get two quarterbacks ready to go. Like, you basically have to commit to one quarterback during an NFL practice week or, or practice two weeks in this case. So it's just nuts that they're doing it this way. The, Bill was also adamant that Cam Newton was a starter in 2020. And you remember how south that went? Like, the first couple of games, there was like, hey, this guy looks pretty good. And like, they're doing pretty well. And, like, they got him for a steal. And then it was a mess. And then they were eliminated from the playoffs. And I remember doing shows about, what's the point? Like, he's, he seems like a nice guy. He does these great interviews. But let's see what you have in Jarrett Stidham. Like, they were eliminated from the playoffs, and they still wouldn't go with Stidham. And so there were some questions there. But oddly enough, Bill was adamant that he was sticking with Cam Newton. Like, Cam Newton's our guy. He's never done that with Mac Jones. He, he won't do that with Mac Jones. And uh, now you're kind of jerking everybody around. You're jerking the team around, which is probably much more damning. It's one thing for, like, us to be like, hey, name a starter. But then you, you either don't have a starter. Like, both of these scenarios to me are, are bad news. Either one, it's Wednesday of uh, game week, and you haven't named a starter. Or you have... And you're telling everybody on the team to, like, zip it up. They like zip, 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 zip. Like, don't say a word. Make sure you tiptoe around it. Don't let anybody read between the lines and find out, you know, the, uh, who the quarterback is. Because what's the point? Are you re- Is this really gamesmanship? Is this starting to one-up the Giants? And that's a great point with Cam Newton, right? Like, he, w- it was like he Use wouldn't it. say a bad thing about no, Cam, Cam Newton. And he won't say a good thing about <laughs> Mac Jones. Won't do it. No. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And Cam Newton was a guy you brought in on like a one year deal, a veteran who was still available. Mac Jones is your first round pick, who was the quarterback on a playoff team his rookie year. Supposed to be your baby. Supposed to be. Just been a weird, weird relationship. It just doesn't feel like either one is going to be able to have success with each other. Like who knows next year? Like I, I, I personally don't think either one is going to go to a place next year. And thrive. I don't think Mac Jones is that good. I think he would would have to need the perfect situation around him. I also think that Bill Belichick. It's probably it's probably passed him by at this point. Greatest coach ever. Uh, there's nobody I would have rather had as a as a Patriots fan for 20 years. 
But like this last four years, I mean, think about just just the quarterback situation over the last four years and all the nonsense that there's been. Plus, he's the guy. Like, if he really wanted Brady back, they could have had Brady back. But he was ready to move on. Like, it's one thing to move on from Joe Montana when you have Steve Young ready to go. That actually worked out. That was a seamless transition. And Montana had a couple good years left. Went to a conference championship game with the with the Chiefs. But they're like, no, we got a guy. And then it worked. With this one, they're like, we don't have a guy, but you're too old. So we're going to move on from you. And then what? They didn't have anybody. It's like they forgot. I still remember doing shows. We did like months worth of shows where Stidham was like the only quarterback on the roster. You're like, is this the guy? Are they starting this guy? And then no. no. Nope. Then in comes Cam Newton. And then the one game that he missed because of COVID, it was Brian Hoyer. And you're like, oh, my God. Uh, what were you like the day they announced Cam Newton is your starting quarterback? I actually was pumped. Were you? When they got, well, the when they first got him, because you're like, I didn't think it could possibly be Jared Stidham. And then Cam Newton, and there was like a new coach and stuff in Carolina, I believe it was. And so they got rid of him, and he was available. And I remember at the time, I think, like, I think Jameis Winston hadn't signed anywhere yet. And Cam Newton, and maybe there was one other. And I was like, get one of those guys. Like, at least it's an NFL quarterback and sort of see what you have. And you got to remember 2019, you know, uh, a caller referenced earlier how Tom Brady was miserable on offense, but the team made the playoffs. The team, like the defense was good, especially against bad offenses. I think they were a 12 win team. So you're like, they're not going to, at least there was an opportunity to maybe not like fall off a cliff. And then Cam Newton came in and for two, three games, he was pretty good. Yeah. And then he wasn't. And he was he was a great interview too. Oh, he's he was great! Great radio here on Wei. He was awesome. Yeah, he was. He fit right in. Like he was. Uh, he was. Yeah, you would you would look forward to his interview every week for sure. Even when things were going bad, like yeah. he, he was he was really good. He was open. Kind of the opposite of Mac. Like Mac's just not really giving you a whole lot. And I think that the difference there is Cam Newton was comfortable. He was relaxed, and for some reason. He and Bill, I think maybe because Bill got him last minute and, you know, they they sort of played the game. They both did. Like, they, they tried to use each other in a way. Whereas with Mac Jones, he comes in here and he's like, oh, my God, like, I just went from four years with Nick Saban to now basically the NFL's version of Nick Saban. I better not say a word. You know, if, uh, if, if you believe that Kayshawn Booty uh, got benched because he said he, was, he thought he was going to play, you can only imagine what a lot of these young guys think. They go in there and they're like, I can't say uh, a single word or I'm going to get in trouble. But if Mac Jones takes the field on Sunday and first or second possession, he throws a pick, is he done? They give him the hook? Like, it's one thing, like, are they going to – so he's been benched three times. Like, I can't, I can't think of a quarterback this season or any season that's been benched three times in-game – and the, but hasn't missed a single start. Like, I guess sometimes there's bad teams and they kind of hot potato it because they don't really have a guy. But I'm trying to think of a situation through 10 games. He didn't finish three of them due to performance. And yet never they never went with the guy that they brought in to start like a whole, a whole game. Like, so Bailey Zappi's played his first two games. They were down by 30 plus points. And then the third time he goes in, it was a two minute drill. Like, What? How, you're not really putting that guy in a position to succeed at all. And so I wonder, do they go Mac Jones and then go with the shortest hook possible? And then what's the point of that? I feel like if you're going to put him out there, like, all right, it's your game. 
Like, it's your game. We practice this week. Let's go. Because I still, like, I don't think you get rid of the yips uh, overnight. Or maybe ever. Didn't Chuck Knobloch have to go play left field? Like, Rick Ankeel became, like, an outfielder. Like, some of these guys, like, I just don't think you can shut that off. And what that throw in Germany is still one of the worst throws ever. So, are they just going to hand the ball off? Because they actually ran the ball pretty effectively against the Colts last week. Or two weeks ago. But they're going to have to throw. I mean, it's it's the it's the NFL in 2023. They're going to have to throw the ball. But it feels like he's terrified to do it. But Keith, he was 15 of 20. Did you see? <laughs> yeah. I, I, and do you hear what Orlovsky said? Orlovsky loves the guy. Orlovsky, can we throw out Orlovsky commentary on Mac Jones? <laughs> as soon as he was like, yeah, we text each other. And like Mac's looking for advice. Like, all right, we're done with that. Like, you can be a useful NFL reporter on other or uh, analyst on other subjects. But Dan Orlovsky and Mac Jones, I feel like, is pretty useless at this point. And, well, then again, so is so is Mac Jones. So is this Patriots offense and, and everything else. All And with all of that said, they are the favorite this weekend. That's how bad the Giants are. Oof. Giants are a three-and-a-half point. Uh, so the Patriots are road favorites against the Giants. So who are you going to pick? The Giants. Really? Yes. Okay. Especially if I'm getting three and a half, it, it, even outright, I'd probably lean Giants. Home game uh, of like a holiday week. Also, they caused six turnovers last week against Washington. They still have Saquon Barkley. Tommy DeVito, as much as he's kind of like a punchline, five touchdown passes the last two weeks. It's not completely inept. And the Patriots have just looked so bad. I know. Call me a homer, and I feel like every week I'm like, well, it can't cats. possibly get any be- any worse than this, right? And then turns out? They have to bounce <laughs> back, right? They don't. But I'm I'm going to go with the Pats. Okay. All right, very good. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely taking the Giants with the, with the points. You guys can weigh in on it as well. 617-779-7937. It's the Rich Keefe Show on Thanksgiving Eve. But right now here is Stiz with What's Trending. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now. Celtics back at it tonight at the TD Garden. They're hosting the Bucks tip-off in just about 20 minutes, 7.30. Milwaukee, the second team in the East right now. Celtics are the first. Celtics looking to bounce back after a tough loss in Charlotte on Monday night. Jason Tatum was listed as questionable for tonight's game with a non-related COVID illness. However, he will play tonight for your Boston Celtics. Drew Holiday was traded to Boston from the Bucks, so it'll be interesting to see how he does. Bruins also in action tonight. They're on the road in Florida to face the Panthers. Puck just dropped 0-0. Panthers on a little bit of a roll lately. They've won seven of their last eight games. Bruins beat them 3-2 in overtime in their first matchup this season back in October. Bruins currently 13-1-3. And And the rain forced the Patriots to move their second-to-last practice of the week indoors today. Patriots had perfect attendance on their active roster. The lone absence was wide receiver TJ Luther from the practice squad. Our own Pats writer Michael Cadlick was down at Gillette Stadium. Cadlick said that tackle Trent Brown was at practice but didn't do much during the stretch period that he saw. Trent Brown currently rehabbing both ankle and knee injuries. Patriots get ready to head to New York to face the Giants kickoff Sunday at 1 p.m. 
trending brought to you by Awaken 180. Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Learn how Awaken 180 has a 98% customer satisfaction rating. Proven results when you choose a solution for weight loss at Awaken 180. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keefe Show coming up. You can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show. Happy Thanksgiving Eve to everybody out there. Coming up at 8.20, Rob Bradford's going to join us to talk about the uh, baseball offseason. We know Craig Breslow is uh, in charge. Who are the Red Sox going to go after? And uh, some of the big names are going to be uh, changing teams this offseason. Uh, but last night on the program, of course, Tier Tuesday, every Tuesday with Andy Hart. And uh, usually it's NFL teams or NFL quarterbacks, coaches, whatever it might be. Last night, though, a little something different and a lot more important. That would be... Thanksgiving foods, and as uh, Greg Hill would say, Stiz, this is a rare content replay. A rare content. That's what he replay. says. Yeah. A rare content replay, which Here isn't is, so rare with it, Greg. <laughs> no, actually, no, no, it kind of isn't. But uh, this is just too good to pass up. And on the night before Thanksgiving, here's Hart, myself, and Stiz tearing Thanksgiving foods. Thanksgiving foods, love it. They where we are two sleeps away from Thanksgiving, and we're gonna tear the food. So. How do we want to do this? We should probably come up with tiers first, and then I'll just lob out a food, and we can put it in there. You want to do it that way? Okay, sure. That might be the easiest way if we have okay. like a set group of tiers. Okay. So what would you say? Don't tell me what the best food is, but whatever you imagine the best food, what would you t- how, What would you label that? Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Because, hey, it's Thanksgiving. Right. I like it. The three T's. No, three F's. Football, food, and family. It's like three T's. I don't know what that means. <laughs> three T's. Uh, okay, so what's the gobble gobble? Yep. All right, so then the, what's the tier below that? Oh, I'm saying we do the tiers first. I think that'll be easy because I have a ton of food to get to. Ooh. So gobble gobble, top tier. Yeah, I think the next tier down is. I kind of want to get rid of gobble gobble. Then leave gobble gobble second. What it still doesn't like that. I mean, I don't, what's his first one? I guess. Yeah, what's the first? What do you have in mind? The breast. Jeez, every week it is, it's but it's thing. perfect, isn't it? The breast. Because it's, it's the, the best, the best. But also, what's the best part in some people's eyes is the breast meat of the turkey. Now, sure. others may think it's the dark meat. I was going to say drunken nap. <laughs> Ooh, tryptophan. Tryptophan it's with like a hyphen, oh, so like trip big fan. The fan. He's cooking. I am kind of cooking. <laughs> cook. I'm doing a good job. Wait, here. so what are we calling the breast? We're calling that tryptophan now, or I no? Think tryptophan would be tier. the top tier now. Now the. The breast, no, the breast should be top tier. Tryptophan is second. Gobble Gobble is third. Gizzards, is that what it's called? What's the stuff you pull out? How would you say spell this trip? I don't know. Google it. Da fan? <laughs> Not like there's a, a fan of the Patriots running and you stick your foot out and you tripped a fan. It's a, it's Trip- a chemical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trypta. T-R-Y-P-T-O dash. No, no chance. F-A-N. He, he got it. T-R-Y-P-T-O dash fan. F-A-N. Parent teacher organization. I'm doing fine. There's no chance you had a Y in there. I didn't have any of that. <laughs> I started it with a seven. All right, so the bre- the He's breast a niner. I'm calling from a plane. The breast is the top one. Tryptophan is yeah. the second one. You want gobble gobble third? Gobble gobble. 
All right, so gobble gobble, like what? Which I would agree is like that's solid. Yeah, that's solid. You're not yeah. going crazy for it. Uh, gizzards. What? It, what's the stuff you put? Oh out? yeah, like, like the neck and guts. Just the that some people stuff. put like in the stuffing. <laughs> it's like or something. the hot dog of the turkey. Oh, it's great. It's not, it doesn't look like a hot dog. <laughs> no, not really. Oh, <laughs> it looks you spit like it up else. nice. You can do all right. Yeah, just the guts. Uh, what's it? Is it not? It is. Gizzards. gizzards. Yeah, gizzards. gizzards. Yeah. Gizzards, and then is that all we need, or is no, there one like below gizzards? One below, one below gizzards. Oh, like uh, trash, or like don't who, even give it to the dog. Who made like, the turkey? I love dogs. I put dogs up higher. What? Who made the turkey in Christmas, Christmas vacation? vacation? Oh, uh, Chevy Chase probably did. No, it was the woman. I thought. Oh, his wife? No, his um, cousin's wife made the made the turkey. I believe. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? A little dry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Christmas vacation. Who made the turkey? That's a that's a uh, giblets was also from the text line. Is that what I'm trying to say? Gizzards or giblets? Uh, cousin Catherine. Yeah, it was Catherine. Catherine's, Catherine's cooking. Catherine's that's the bottom. Cooking. All right, cousin Ca- Catherine's cooking. Cousins Catherine's cooking. So there, don't worry. It's like it's, Cadillac's it's, crucial clashes on the six. Don't spot. do it. Can't do it. These are these cousin are Catherine's cooking. Cousin. Yeah. Okay. All right, pumpkin I, pie goes down there. All right, no, it does not. Pumpkin We're pie not sucks. Done. I like I like pumpkin pie. It's glorified baby food. All right, what's wrong with that? And what about lemon meringue pie? Oh. No, that's not on here. We don't. You ain't we, never had a good lemon meringue pie, then. No, we're not. God. We want to start with pies. Borderline we're, orgasmic. I mean, it. No, is it's not. It's, old it's too. It's too sour. Because you haven't had a good one. Yes, I have. My wife. I don't. I'm not even gonna say it. <laughs> yeah, my say. wife. Like, my wife's <laughs> pie is sweet. <laughs> All right, we'll put her in the top tier then. Never even met her, but I'm willing to do that. All right, let's go with, uh, let's start off with, where would you put cranberry sauce? Now, we have both. Oh, boy. This so is, there's, like okay. the, there's the bowl that I feel like never gets touched that has actual cranberries in it. Chunky. And Ooh. then there's the jellied, or I call it, you know, canned cranberry sauce. Oh, it's got sauce like little ribs around love it. it. Love it. I love that one the most. Yes. I would put jellied cranberry in tryptophan. It's not the go. It's not, it's not the top tier. It's not the breast. I think it's the second tier down for the jelly. Okay, I'll you, give it to you. And you the key for that is the versatility. That is a key ingredient for me in yeah. my sandwiches a day after. Sure it is. Okay, yes, so that, is. that puts it over the top. Okay, now the basic cranberry sauce. Uh, you can put that down with cousin. Uh, I don't want it. Yeah, ca- like, a ca- yeah, a cousin Catherine's cooking. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. So Stiz, weigh in on these as well, but I think we're yeah, pretty yeah. in. I should not one. be chewing my cranberry sauce. No, I don't want that. It's a sauce, not a chew. Mashed potatoes. Oh, I think that's up with cranberry sauce. I'm a tryptophan. I agree. And I think some would argue that it's the breast, but I feel like things, it's not my favorite that's on the plate. It's very good. You always get a big old scoop or two of it. But what do you put on it? Uh, you put like butter and gravy and stuff like if that. You, yeah. If it was that good, I don't think you'd put butter and gravy See, on it. So that puts it over the top. I'm not as wild about gravy as a lot of people are. What? I think, now, you know me, I'm willing to eat stuff that's bad for me and drink eggnog and all that stuff, but it needs to be the it needs to be worthwhile. I don't think gravy's good enough oh. to eat it for as bad as it is for you. I disagree. I know. Listen, it's I mean, it's bad for you. Don't get it's me a, wrong. It's a bold take. I hope my friends at Awaken 180 are not listening to right now. So I have brown gravy Earmuffs and people. white gravy as options here. I'm more of a white gravy guy. Okay. The brown is... Yeah. Isn't yeah. that like a little more bittery or something? Maybe a little. I usually avoid it, to be honest. If you have... As well, long I'm Rich as, Keith. I'm healthy. No. Well, not really. Not really. In this Believe one me, instance, I, I have. In this one instance. But I feel like if you have a good enough 
mashed potato, you have a uh, non-dry turkey and the stuffing. I don't really need to pour gravy on so it. So you'd put that in maybe gobble-gobble land? White gravy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Because, like, I do think... I put too much of it. I tend to do like the whole damn. You're that guy. You're like, a, you're like a soup. You're walking back with a soup. You know soup. where I really like the gravy? I need a bowl. With something that I'm assuming is coming up when I'm dipping my biscuit in it. Yeah, where do you want where do you want to put biscuits? Are they homemade? Uh it just says biscuits. Actually, to, I'm kinda I like Pillsbury. I got no the problem. The can with that Pillsbury. you pop open yeah. and yeah. I love those. Like the layered ones. That's that like, like the biscuits. Buttery. Huh? Well, there's biscuits and there's dinner rolls. They're two different things. I like more of a biscuit. Okay, biscuits. Yeah, I like a biscuit. So we want to go biscuits. Trip to fan? Trip to fan. Oh, so you like a biscuit as much as you like a mashed potato oh, or yeah. a jelly cranberry. Essential. Oh, yeah. Those are, are okay. like, these are core All right. items. All right. What about green bean casserole? Cousin, what's her name? Yeah, Cousin Catherine. Yeah, I'm not. I don't like green beans. I wouldn't want that. What's the one above uh, Cousin Catherine? Gizzards. Yeah. It's a gizzard for Okay, me. give it gizzards. All right, you want to go Because if I'm trying more? to be healthy and you know, it's like available, I'm, I'm like, it. I'll put a little put green a little. on my plate. Yeah. Well, a lot of it is like it's just you don't want and the. Is that the thing that some people put like the onion straws on? Yes. Yep. It onion is. straws are pretty good. Yeah, yeah, gizzard it up. Just eating all the onion straws. Yeah, gizzard it up. Like you can just get onion straws. You don't need to put it yeah. on that. But it also takes up too much room on the plate for me. Like I'm not wasted any space with the. Get a bigger plate. I gotta get a bigger plate. That might be it. Or two. Uh what about baked potato? I can honestly say I've never had a baked potato at Thanksgiving. Me neither. Do we should we even tear it? It's on this list that I'm looking at. I've never had it. All okay, right, if none it. of us have ever had it, I feel like it's not a core All right. food. All right, let's skip it. Let's go to well, let's stuffing. Uh for me? The number one. Breast. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I love stuffing. It's really it's the standout of the holiday. And there's so many varieties. So I have two here. Cornbread, sausage. Down by me, some people make a charisse or linguisa, like a Portuguese stuffing. Oh, that's phenomenal. Good. That so really good. all of those, I am almost don't care what version it is. Yep. You know what I kind of like? What's that? Stovetop. Like, oh, not in wow. the level with those, no, but, right. like, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's kind of like bad. pizza where they're just varying degrees of, yeah, I'd eat that. And so correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, you have uh, dressing is not in the bird. Stuffing is in the bird. Is that no, I think I, yeah, stuffing is in the bird. Hence stuff. the name. Yeah. I like stuffing. It's definitely more flavorful. I do both at my house. I'm the stuffing guy. I make the dressing, stuffing, whatever at my house. So we do a pan in that? the just baked in the oven right. and then the you stuff the hell out of that bird. All right. I like that. So I so on this list we got stuffing and sausage stuffing on the top. Yeah. Put definitely. Both those there. Uh we have different ways of making the turkey. Okay, this is so, controversial at WEEI today where they did a Deep fried turkey this morning, I believe, on the Greg Hill show. Oh, is there any left? Checked, no. Gone, huh? Yeah, thanks a lot, Greg. Greg ate a whole turkey this morning? He did. Jeepers. Jeez, you get a contract and suddenly you just suck eat, down a bird. I'd eat a whole turkey too. <laughs> Without the contract. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have three options, it looks like here. We have the fried turkey, roast turkey, and smoked turkey. I feel like turkey, I'll be honest, gets a bit of a bad rap. A lot of people kind of are like, ugh, gross. I don't even like the turkey. Like, blah, blah, blah. I feel like it, I, I don't, I think it's decent. Oh, I love turkey. Okay. Now, I know people are like, oh, if you loved it so much, how come you have it once a year? I have it more than once a year. Maybe but I also, don't have like a big old turkey, but I'm a big uh, turkey cold cuts guy. Oh, me I, too. I, I, I ate a lot of turkey. Huge turkey cold cuts guy. Turkey, uh, turkey BLT? Yeah. It's great. So I think turkey has to go in the breast. Or are we putting all the turkeys, or are we trying to differentiate here? Uh, I'm a roast turkey guy. So am Simple. I. 
So am I. Especially with a good uh, basting or maybe a butter. One year up at my parents' house, the uh, power went out on Thanksgiving. Uh-oh. We had to grill it. We had to put the old turkey on the grill. How'd that, that go? Actually great. Really? It actually worked. It like on the old Weber? We found a way to, yeah, we on the fly. To wrap it in tinfoil? Yeah, I believe that's what happened. I feel like it would get like burnt on the outside. Yeah, right, right. No, I think tinfoil, and believe it or not, son of a gun, it worked. Interesting. Like so, Weber. But normally roast turkey for me as well. Yeah, I would put that in the, uh, what's the top one called? The breast. Yeah, the breast. You came up with that. I know. Yes. On the breast is, what do you think? Is that too too high for turkey? No, I mean, it's the, you know, it's kind of the main ingredient. Right. Though I can't yeah. think of the phrase that I was looking for. No, you think Although, you got it. Vocal the coup de gras, is that, is that the word I was looking for? No. Phrase? Probably, no, yeah. Probably not. not. No. I've never had a uh, deep fried turkey. It's good. I, and I like crispy things. Like, I like the skin. I like crispy. Oh, yeah. No, it's oh, good. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's worth the risk that it seems to dangerous <laughs> game. Yeah, yeah. people Real burning dangerous. down their houses or videos. tents. You see those people that put like a tent over it and then the tent burns down. I mean, it's probably safer to just put it in a roasting pan in your oven and you know, four or five, six hours later, you get a turkey. Should we even tear it, fried turkey, or just leave the roast turkey only? Um, yeah, I feel like just we're not roast super, traditional. We're not, yeah. Yeah. We don't need to get super creative. So here's one that always gets talked about, and I feel like I've never had it at Thanksgiving, but it happens to be one of the greatest foods in the world, mac and cheese. Same. Okay. I don't, but the, but a lot of people it, do. A lot of people. A lot do. of people mention it when we have this conversation, so I and feel if, like we have to tear it. If you put a good mac and cheese on the table, it's, it's going to be amazing. Uh, and there's going to be a good old dollop of it on my plate. Yeah. I think that's the breast. I think it's as good. Like yeah, if it's good, I think it's separate. Yeah, let's let's operate under all of these things being good. You you nailed it. The you best cooked version it really well. Okay. Yes, the breast. I would put mac and cheese, and we also have baked mac and cheese, which is also nice. Mm. Yeah, oh, I want bread, baked. I put both of them. on I there. like baked better. Okay. Do you want me to bump the uh, the regular mac and cheese down one? To me, the like the crusty breadcrumbs on top uh, put it over the top. Oh, all right, I'll put that top, me. and then I'll put regular mac yeah, and cheese. Trip to fan. fan. Okay, that's good. Uh, do you want to tackle some of these pies? Oh, I love a good pie. All right, let's go with apple pie. I think that's the breast. Breast. Wait, really? You guys like apple pie that much? How do you know? Solid. Kn- a la mode? Well, yeah, oh. I mean, everything's a la mode okay. in this house. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think a good apple pie is just All right. good. And, on- and I feel like it carries a certain... Je ne sais quoi. Right, of course. Right, it's, it's yeah. part it of the... Classic. Yeah, it's, classic. it's a classic and, and apple, and apple pie, pie moment. All right. All right. I'm not sure if it was at the original no. Thanksgiving, but uh, let's go with pecan pie or pecan pie. Pecan is what we're having. Sure. We're not pecaning it. This is not a pecan Too show. sweet. Too sweet for your boy. I'm sweet enough as it is. I don't need pecan pie. There's no such thing as too sweet for dessert. It's sweet as hell. It is, and it's supposed to be. It's dessert. It's if I wanted like, something that wasn't sweet, I'd call it dinner. It's a slice of cavities is what it is. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. Where are you putting it, though? I would put that. It's not. I would say it's a uh, trip to fan. I would go more gobble gobble. Okay, I've this, never had it. I've never had a pecan mm. pie. All right, so that means it's going to go down one then. So you may be interested in this. I heard today someone talking about in the South, and I can't remember what they call it, but they basically make a pecan pie without the pecans. So it's pie. just like the sugar. <laughs> no, but it's just like the sugary. <laughs> oh my god, gelatin, whatever that so is. So you don't even get the protein no, from the nuts. It's, it's just, just like, like all right. sugar. Well, all right, that's probably pretty good. Sweet potato pie. I'm not a fan. So. Me neither. Gizzard. So I know it's similar. I, I really like pumpkin pie. You hate it. I hate it. So I say we split the difference and put it in gobble gobble. Which? Pumpkin. Sweet potato I have in gizzards because I, like, I don't like the flavor of sweet potato pie. What do you put on top of your pumpkin pie? 
either nothing if it's a really good pumpkin pie, or you put the whipped cream on it. No, cool whip. Cool, cool whip. I like cool whip. Cool whip is much better. It's not on here, though. But pumpkin pie, I'm going to put in gobble gobble. Yeah. Against my better. Uh, I think that should be in Cousin Carol's Cooking or whatever the hell her name nope, is. Nope, I'm not doing it. Peach, Sucks. peach cobbler? I don't like peaches, so mm. I probably should see myself out of this boat. I do not like peaches either. Oh, then put it in Cousin. All right, yeah, see you later. Uh, banana pudding? Is anybody even having that? Are you fan to me. I love oh. bananas. My favorite. Really? Okay. Yes, right. I love it. That just dude surprised me. Dude loves banana pudding. He's pretty passionate about it. That's I know. Right. So he gets I'll the vote. Up. All right. There I'm you go. It. It's up there. Candied yams. You guys eating candied no. yams? No. No. Uh, is anybody having potato casserole? So like, uh, what is that? Casserole potatoes. <laughs> but is is that like what? Are, what are those? Scalloped. Uh, yeah, kind of looks like that. Yeah, oh, I would eat that. That's to me. That's like a gizzard. gizzard. Yeah. yeah, all right. I'm uh, definitely trying it. I try, um, I try it. Uh, what about? It's not labeled here, but it looks like cornbread. Cornbread's up there. Oh, up cornbread there. would be. I don't necessarily need it, so it's a tryptophan for me. Yeah, I love I cornbread, cornbread though. And then you stuffing creamed corn. So I really like creamed corn. Really, really. Every once in a while, I make yeah. make it for dinner, and like my kids hate yeah. it. Yeah. I think it's yummy, but I can understand why you might. That might be like a gobble gobble. Yeah, that's a gizzard I'll go gobble. Okay, gizzard. Uh, all right, gizzard. Mm. The only thing mm-hmm. I like about the corn is if you're eating the mashed potatoes, you can yeah, stuff it on there. It's soup. the only yeah. the only reason I even eat the corn is because of the mashed potatoes. If well, I had mashed potatoes, I wouldn't even. But put you're the corn a step on there. shy because then you can have corn, mashed potatoes, and gravy. That's a good well. Then, like, you're, then you're talking there. Uh, spinach or cream spinach? I like a cream spinach. You like cream spinach? I, I mean, spinach is fine, but I like a cream cream spinach. spinach. I would put that in. Gobble. That's probably gobble gobble. 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 All right, that's fine with yeah. me. We got uh, a big plate here. There's a ton. It's I don't know what else. Plate. Well, some of this stuff I don't. We well, don't where's really... deviled eggs? I was promised deviled eggs. This is not on here. You told me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Deviled eggs. Where's deviled eggs? I would put that in breast. Good wow. deviled egg is phenomenal. I do like a deviled egg if it's well done. All right, you know what? You've convinced me. It I is. like a deviled now, egg. Now that's more of an appetizer to my meal. Fine. Like you're still, you're still having it. Do you also? Have, I have pickles on the table at my table. Like, Ugh, you ever have those? Pickles. No, well, I, I guess I've had pickles. No, I've but I mean, pickles. like we've always had like a, a plate. You ever seen those like green plate platters with like different dividers? So there'll mm-hmm. be like different kinds of pickles, sweet pickles, miniature gherkins. Maybe there's an olive in there. Maybe there's a dill. And miniature gherkins are unbelievable. You guys like those? Uh, yeah. No, I've had those. Okay. Yeah. I, I would put those. those in breast. Hey, Wiggy, would you rather have cucumbers for fingers or carrots for toes? Whoa! <laughs> Probably the cucumber thing, right? Just, are they the small carrots? <laughs> I mean, what are those? Miniature carrots? Baby carrots. Baby yeah, carrots. baby carrots. I mean, I could have baby carrots for uh, for toes. Yeah, you'd you, be all right. There's no baby cucumbers. No. So there's only big cucumbers. Imagine walking right. around with cucumbers for fingers. Nah, it's it's low-hanging fruit. It's, you'd get nothing done. Out. You wouldn't be able to work your cell phone. Could you pickle them? Could you pickle them? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, cut them off? No, no. <laughs> Pickles are cucumbers. Oh, that, are they? You didn't know that. I didn't know that. So that pickle is in the cucumber family. I just taught Wiggy. I didn't know No, they're not the family. They are that. That's what they are. Wow. So every pickle you've ever had was at one point in its life a cucumber. Oh, okay. So a cucumber goes, so it's almost, it's the. Like a metamorphosis. So it's basically the 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 butterfly and the. Caterpillar and caterpillar. butterfly. Yeah. yeah, in a way, but you have to do it because cucumbers wouldn't turn into a pickle on their own. You need to, you need the a, act of pickling. I don't know if that's true. That was a whole world. If a cucumber it, rotted, might it, it turn on their own? Might it would like. I don't know. Might ferment and kind of become a pickle. I just went on a journey. Yeah, that's there's a lot there. That's, that's a deep. That's a, a deep cut. Cu- there are baby cucumbers. Uh, 
Yeah, I guess like, that's are. how cucumbers. Like are, they yeah. start little on the vine and they grow and grow and grow and then right. you pick them. Anything else you can think of that needs to be tiered? Because we have some others labeled here. I don't know how many people have like peas or Brussels sprouts or asparagus. Brussels sprouts with bacon Oof. are good. This Oof. is just regular Brussels sprouts. Nope, I'm out. I'm out on that too. I mean the bacon. Them, I'd put Brussels sprouts dead last. Yes. What about? Um, I know traditionally, and again, this goes back to Christmas vacation. But I remember as a kid, some grandparents bringing this was like the the Jello stuff. The Jello in like the up like it's shaped like a wreath kind of and oh it has God, like fruit no. inside. I don't see. Oh, it, I know what you're talking about. Well, like oh, a uh, uh, fruit cake? No, Jello. Oh, with no, fruit inside, like it jiggles. Like not on here. You, you know, like the, the one on Christmas vacation, and then the cats in it, yeah. and there's hair in it. <laughs> Sweet potatoes or no. potato salads or oh, potato salad potato. for Thanksgiving. That's on this list. That's more of yeah. Memorial Day. Yeah, yeah I'm what, skipping what? that. Memorial Day, it's up by the breast, but yeah, no, for Thanksgiving, not it's not even on the table. Are you putting peas on there? I don't like peas. Me neither. That I would, like peas. You like peas? Yep. You enjoy them? I do. Like why? Guy likes peas. Uh, I, I don't know. I what like about them, gizzards yeah. for peas? Yeah, that's where yeah. I would put it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't even put it on the table. All right. Well, it's on. It's on the. What about one. turnips? No, it's not on there. Not but on the list. Locally in New England, that's a big Thanksgiving. Really. Turnips, they're terrible. I hate terrible. Them. Oh my god! All right, well, so I think gross. we got the list. I'll okay, so what's in the breast? On, I'll t- I'll tweet this out and put it on Instagram at Rich Keith Show. Right now on the breast, top tier stuffing, all kinds, roast turkey, baked mac and cheese, apple pie, deviled eggs. If you give me that as a meal, I'm happy. Um, yeah, you're good. thrilled. Oh my god! Trip to fan is the canned cranberry sauce, mashed potatoes, biscuits, regular mac and cheese, banana pudding, and cornbread. Thank you, nine seven eight. It's not on the list. Lemon meringue pie is on the list. It's awesome. Third tier, gobble gobble, white gravy, pecan pie, pumpkin pie, creamed spinach. The fact that pumpkin pie and yeah. pecan pie is in the same. That fourth tier, or that third tier, you don't need teeth to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's baby food. Uh, gizzards, green bean casserole, sweet potato pie, potato casserole, creamed corn and peas. And then Cousin Catherine's cooking is regular cranberry sauce, peach cobbler, and Brussels sprouts. Yeah, jello mold is what I was talking about. Yeah. That's a traditional old school, probably like 70s, 80s type Thanksgiving. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's not on here. No, and I don't, I kind of think it's been phased out by the next generations. Pretty good list. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Oh, right. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show, WEEI. Real quick, after both losing on Monday, Celtics and Bruins, both with a lead early. Bruins up one zip on the Panthers after one, and the Celtics got out to a 10-0 start. Jalen Brown, eight points. Let's, wow, let's go. Listen, we knew Jalen Brown, after a uh, tough game the other night, was probably going to be better tonight, and he is. But that music can only mean one thing. You are home from school sick. You are uh, get your feet up on the couch, having a ginger ale and a toast. And you're trying to guess the prices of objects on the prices right. Now, Stiz, you came up with a little uh, Thanksgiving related game that you wanna you wanna bring to the table. Yeah, I thought it would be fun since we learned that you do not do any of the Thanksgiving shopping at the Keith household. No, I really don't. I'm pretty useless when it comes to that. I thought it would be fun to see if you can guess the prices. Uh, of some of the objects your wife will be I, I or like has it. purchased. I like it. So this is something where uh, everything's expensive now. Like, literally everything's expensive. 
because I'll do grocery shopping here and there, but I, I didn't buy any of the Thanksgiving foods. So I this is this will be good. This could be this is an interesting exercise. So uh, why don't you start and I'll uh, fire some guesses. All right, here we go. Let's uh, we'll start small. Okay. How much? Now this is all from Shaw's. Okay. I want to say this all, right. is all from Shaw's, and there are some sales going on. Here yes, we go. Now. Okay. Five pound bag of carrots. Ooh, five pound bag of carrots yep. would be a pound blah, 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 ten bucks. Ten dollars. No, I'm sorry, Keith. You went over <sighs> the price of a five pound uh, bag of carrots. Four ninety nine. Five bucks. Five. Holy bucks. smokes. Half. See, I think everything's so expensive. That's like a good deal. That's a, uh, yeah. a a buck a pound of carrots. Yeah. No, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. More carrots. All right, let's keep it moving. Right. Uh, how much is a six ounce stovetop stuffing mix? Oh, that would be. Hmm. How many ounces you said? Six ounces. Six ounces. Yep. Regular box of uh, stovetop stuffing. Would that be three ninety nine? Three ninety nine. No, I'm sorry. That is two dollars and fifty cents. You got good deals at Shaw's. I'll yeah, tell you right Shaw's now. pretty good. That's not bad. So two fifty. Yep. I'm out the door with two fifty. You, you're shooting high on both. Here so ten go. bucks can get me five pounds of carrots and some stovetop stuffing. Yeah, you'll still have some and left some over. Change. That's right. All right. Okay. How about? Um, let's see. Can't have stuffing without a twelve ounce can of homestyle roasted turkey gravy. Okay. How much would that be? Oh, that might be a little bit more. I'm going to say that's like six ninety nine. Six ninety nine. No, I oh. am sorry, Keith. Uh, the the turkey gravy two ninety nine. Oh my god, they're giving this stuff away. This is outrageous. <laughs> this is not what we planned. I just assumed uh, everything was going to be expensive, and yeah. it turns out it is not. I thought you were going to undershoot your no, overshoot. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, I I get like ten items. I'll stop home from work sometimes. Like, oh, we need like these ten things. Yep. I'm out like a hundred bucks. Yeah, I know. Uh, how about this? How about a 14-ounce can of cranberry sauce right now at Shaw's for your Thanksgiving dinner? I do like cranberry sauce. I like the canned cranberry sauce, as you just heard in our uh, Tier Tuesday, uh, bringing it back on a Wednesday. I'm going to go with, that's probably not too bad. That's probably $2.99. $2.99? No, I'm sorry. $1.99. $1.99. You can get yourself. Man, I might get two. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Get two for that. Absolutely. Okay. Um... How about this? Some people, they don't have turkey. They'll have a ham, right? Okay, so a big how old about ham. A, yeah, how about a four and a half pound boneless spiral ham? Okay, uh, a big old ham. That's going to that's gonna run you $12.99. $12.99. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. But Price is Right rule, so I guess you'd win $26.96. Oh! I don't like ham. I'm not a big ham for a guy. four and a half. No? Oh, I, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't. Even if ham. it was 10 bucks, I wouldn't buy it wow. for the ham. I don't okay. want ham. All right. All right. Uh, we, uh, let's. I think we three more, three more. Okay. Five pound russet, five pound bag russet potatoes. You want to make your mashed potatoes? Got to make mashed potatoes. So five pounds of potatoes. You're gonna need a few. That's probably, I think, similar to the carrots. I'm gonna say four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. No, I am sorry. Mm. A five pound russet potato bag, three dollars ninety nine cents. You went over. So right the, now you're only you've only got one. So carrots are more than carrots are more than the potatoes. Wow. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Uh, how about a little? Oh, I will do this. The twenty-pound butterball whole turkey. Right. So this is the, the main yeah, thing. The piece de la resistance. That's the word. Yep. I will say this is fifty-five dollars. Wow, Keith. Twenty-pound butterball whole turkey. Yeah. Fifty-four dollars and seventy-eight cents. Oh, but you went over, oh, my friend. I know. I'm I was sorry. so close. Oh, I should have done the God. change right through the wow. change. All right, so that I was, was good. I was, uh, close. All right. All right, last one. You need dessert. Yep. Gotta have dessert. Yep. 
How much at Shaw's is an eight-inch pre-made pecan pie? One dollar, Stiz. One dollar. Stay under. Oh, Stay under. Oh, cheater. He's All such right, a no. cheater. Real, real guess. So it is uh, a, a pecan, pecan pie? Yep. Pecan, pecan, pre-made, eight-inch pie. All right, that's... Can't show up empty-handed. No, nope, nope, a nice nope. pie. That's probably $7.99. Close, but no, $6.99. Six ninety nine, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he went over. He got one. Close on some, he over on all. That's right. All right, very good. And that's how you play Thanksgiving prices, right? Thank you very much, Diz. Uh, Rob Bradford from the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast. We're going to talk about the baseball offseason coming up at 820. We'll do a mini week in review coming up next. Two hours down, two hours to go on the Rich Keefe Show.